And imagine this. The Kansas City Chiefs, they are down by a measly three points. But you, in your fantasy league, you have one player left, and it's the other team's wide receiver. You're down by less than half a point. How are you going to do this? The Chiefs have the ball with, like, less than two minutes to go. This is it. You have no chance. In fact, Sleeper says you have less than a 1% chance of winning this game. But what happens? My boy, Patrick Mahomes. Thank you, Anthony. Your quarterback, he gave it to me. He threw the ball away. And LA Rams, thank you so much. You passed the ball twice. I don't know why you did this, but you decided to pass the ball twice. One was to Brandon Cooks for zero yards. But that catch gave me a 127.98 to 127.94 victory. Insane. And my team is still alive. Insane. New New team. Hashtag beat Tom. I am no longer the most unlucky team in the week in the league. And uh, thank you to Patrick Mahomes. All right. My boy. You saved me. I think you got to thank the guy who did a who had a false start as well on that first down, first and fifteen. Like that setup passes right there. That's true. Thank you, LA offensive line, for being oh, terrible man. at what your a, job. What a. I mean, I, I mean, will that's... say this though: two weeks I've beaten Tom. <laughs> uh, Tom, you have lost to me in terms of points. And in terms of victories, two weeks in a row. I plan on beating you every week from here on out. Every single week. Hey, you're 2-0 so far. Tom's on a little bit of a losing streak here. 0-2. 0-2, Tom. Watch out. The power rankings will tell you I'm coming for you. Right, do you have him over? Do you have you over him? We will see. Oh, my we will goodness. See. You know what else we're going to see, Michael? Uh, we're going to see. What? I'm going to crown the official unluckiest team of this league after the power rankings i i have a specific stat in mind that i have discovered that i believe should crown it of course if you don't know the people in the running are me michael and max uh i think we're the three who complain about being unlucky the most so uh out of us three i'm gonna i think i have the stat that that tells the story the best um and i'm gonna crown someone at least up to week 11 who has been Mr. Unlucky. Okay. That's fair. And, and I get that. <laughs> I mean, you I think are it's... the third highest scoring team in the league. It is. A, it's a, it's a big debate. Uh, and it's all I ever hear about uh, via my text messages. And uh, whoever is looking at my messages in the government is annoyed as well. So <laughs> I, I'm trying to help him out. <laughs> He's trying to read something different every once in a while. I know, and he's like, God, are these guys going to stop complaining about being an unlucky fantasy team? Like, geez, this is all that these guys talk about. <laughs> <laughs> well, the government will be relieved as we will be. That will be settled after the power rankings. And Jim, I know you're listening right now. Jim, thanks for listening into my text and uh, calls and everything. I appreciate it. Uh, everything's going well. <laughs> Thank you, Jim. <laughs> Okay, power ranking side. At number 10, um, we have Quinn. Quinn. <laughs> Welcome to the bottom of the barrel, my friend. You scored 55 points last week. Um, if you triple the amount of points scored, you would have barely scored the most in the league, <laughs> which is sad. 
you would have barely beaten John, tripling your points. Um, you would have beat him by one point. So that's pretty good. Uh, All right. I got to – I mean, terrible. it sucks that Quinn only scored 55, but he did have Breda and Kittle out uh, on buys, which are his two best players. That is sad in its own, but uh, if he would have had those two players, he would have beat Alex, and I'm that makes me super sad. Makes me very sad, too, as we are competing with Alex for a playoff spot. Which is not a sentence we should be saying. It is just disgusting that we have to say that Alex reached his fifth win. He is 5-6 and six after scoring 65.9 points. Left, Absolutely Which fantastic. is less than half of either of us. So... Uh, he's got the least amount of points, like by far, in this league. Uh, I talked to him yesterday when I got home. Alex is, was laughing in my face because he knows he does not deserve this whatsoever. Um, he technically has the second least amount of points, but that's only in front of Quinn, and that's by fifty points. But his points against is by far the mo- the lowest in the league. Yeah, that's so, what I was thinking of. Oh yeah. Yeah, points against. Okay. Somehow, some way, you're getting it done. I'm hyped for the Toilet Bowl matchup. It's going to be a big one. It is going to be huge here between, hopefully, Alex and Quinn at some Yeah, I also officially have decided that uh, if Quinn gets last in the regular season, he will get the first draft pick. The draft pick for the people not making the Toilet Bowl is going to be based off regular season standings and not the toilet bowl finish and that is just because we want to we want to give people the chance to uh you know do well in the toilet bowl exactly not have have an impact their draft pick oh yeah because quinn might have a shot of you know at least not getting last in the toilet bowl because especially if he ends up with alex because we want people to fight in order to not get the worst punishment punishment possible um, of course. Yeah. We we would like people to try in the toilet bowl and not tank just so they get a better draft pick. Yep. Which is uh, important for this league and the fun of it. So. Yeah, I like having fun. Yeah, we enjoy that. At number eight, uh, I think we both have Edge Fan. Yes. 69, who unfortunately was probably a one-tenth of a point away from pretty much clinching a playoff spot, which is really sad because if he would have played Phillip Rivers, he would have clinched the playoff spot. I don't know why he put Matt Ryan in, but he did. So, Edge fan, I'm sorry. Your your playoff hopes, not looking great. Yeah, that was an interesting choice. I, I would have played Phillip Rivers. I would have too. Um, but, alas... Alas, he is he is not in the playoffs. I mean, he had a pretty good performance last week, but I do think it's a bit uh, fluky. I don't think Ty is going to do that every week. Keenan Allen, he's been more consistent lately for sure. Um, and I mean, you got to give it to him, Edge fan. He has a chance to make the playoffs because he's got Sony Michelle coming back, hopefully healthier now. Yeah. Uh, and he didn't even have Sony last week, and he was putting up almost one thirty. Uh, but he's got the hardest schedule left out of the four teams. Is it four or five? Yeah. Four... There's, really, there's really four of us that are cont- contending for those Alex. last two spots. Because um, And Alex, Chris, I guess. And, and Chris and Adante both clinched the playoffs. 
and Tom and Anthony have clinched the playoffs. So, so it's Alex. Oh, it's five. It's Alex. Max. Oh, it is five. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, lots of people contending for a playoff spot. That's actually insane. I don't expect that to happen ever again in this league. Like that's pretty crazy. It is pretty fun. We're having a good time with it. So, uh, yeah, he's got the hardest schedule left out of the five, though, in my opinion. I mean, Alex has Alex's team's just bad, but he has me and me and you. While Edge fan has Tom and uh chris brenton uh that's very tough very tough that two matchups really tough yep so despite sony michelle coming back he could pull off an upset against tom i don't know if he beats brent i don't know if he wins both of these games which he needs yep he probably will not i i, I imagine he'll lose both and then be out of it but yeah who knows uh but I, so. he had an impressive showing last week uh, a little bit of some flukiness. I like his team, but I, he's got an unfortunate schedule left. Yeah, he does. So okay, on to number seven. Um, believe it or not, I actually have a Dante, Ooh. one of the teams clinched a playoff spot in the seventh spot. And let me explain. Adante has no second running back. Now he has Gus Edwards, which really does help him. But his flex are both weak. And Wendell Smallwood, he, gosh, he is not looking very good right now. His depth is just not there. He has Lamar Jackson, so that's good. Once he gets Todd Gurley and Travis Kelsey back, he'll be fine in those spots. But the depth is just not there for Dante. I have him uh, probably losing in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. Um, I I also have Dante at number seven. Um. I, I was low on him last week. You were pretty high on him last week. I, I, I saw this. I mean, I just think he's – I've seen this for a while. I mean, when, when you've got – luckily he got Edwards this week. Um, and a lot of analysis are are, are very high on Edwards. Um, uh, but – and he, he looked pretty good last week. So I think this is a pretty good pickup for Adante uh, future-wise as well, hopefully. Yeah. A rookie, so yeah, nice pickup. Exactly. Um, um, I mean, he spent a lot. Wanna, sorry, I don't want to cut you off. I just want to add, um, if he plays both Edwards and Lamar Jackson, he's getting basically the entire Baltimore rushing game, which is pretty good. So that's not the worst case scenario, you know? Yeah, I just don't see him playing Lamar Jackson over Newton or Goff going forward. That's, yeah. Um, which sucks, which is why I was, uh, I mean, I didn't even want Noon or Goff that badly. I was just almost begging Adante to trade one of them because he has so many good quarterbacks. I like his team the best for quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, and he's got a, a good future. They're like young quarterbacks too. So, yeah. um, I'm trying to find the message Adante sent where he basically was just depressed, but I can't find it. Oh no. I wanted to, the one in the chat. Yeah, I wanted to quote him on it. Hold on. Hold on. I think we can here it is. Here. My team sucks and everyone is injured. I don't understand how I'm in third place. Without Gurley and Kelsey, I'm nothing. <laughs> quote NC Hammers. Oh, man. I just found that, too. Um, <laughs> boy. Uh, you know, he's not wrong. So that's why we have him at seven. <laughs> He's got some pretty QBs too, but QBs aren't too. Patrick Mahomes is the only one that's like on a different level tier at this point. Him and Goff, yeah. Yeah. So. 
they score so many points. Oh yeah. Uh, hopefully we get that Super Bowl matchup, baby. I really hope so. Wow. I'd love a rematch of that game. Yeah. Okay. Um, on to number six. This might come as a shocker. I also have a team that has already clinched the playoffs. Wow. Tom Byring, number six, nine and two. Hear me out. Tom, you've underperformed. You keep underperforming. I don't like your running back situation. I've said this from the beginning. I don't like Joe Mixon. I don't like Deion Lewis that much. Michael Thomas is good. You've got great wide receivers. Your tight end sucks. Your second flex sucks. Your uh, your team's not that good. Uh, I got you at number six or number six. Uh, yeah, I completely disagree with you there. Tom definitely has a better roster than you. Uh, <laughs> he had a he had a little bit of an off week. All his his best wide receiver out of Michael Thomas, DeAndre Hopkins, Adam Thielen, and Kenny Galladay was Kenny Galladay last week. Uh, which which means it was just an overall off week for all these guys, but they still scored. 12, 12, and 17. Uh, but his his running back situation is a bit rough. Uh, I like Mixon. He was facing a tough Baltimore defense, so he can't, I don't think he can read into it too much. Uh, his second running back is not too good. And Andrew Luck, I love this quarterback for the rest of the season. Seals Jones yeah. is not his main tight end, right? His main tight end is Najoku. He was on a bye. He was okay. Yep. But uh, I, I like Tom's team better than you. He, Tom is at number five. I know I'm talking about Tom, but Tom's at my number five. Michael's at my number six. Uh, I do like I do like uh, Michael's team. If if the season was made up of only these these past two weeks and then these weeks going forward, I would definitely I think Michael will have a better record than Adante. Like in the last five weeks of the season for sure. So I have him above Adante. Yeah, I have myself at number five, so I uh, honestly, I'm doing a little bit of a troll job here on Tom by putting myself ahead of him. Like, if I honestly had to take a roster, one or the other, I would probably take his. But, you know, what are you going to do? Corey Davis did not have a good week for me last week. That was tough. But I've got Chris Carson back, fully healthy. Now the problem is I got Carrion Johnson, who's probably out. So I've got a decision to make. Do I go with Josh Adams, the rookie in Philadelphia, or do I go with Theo Riddick, the receiving back in Detroit? Um, against the Bears defense, I think I have to go with um, Josh Adams just because I don't think Riddick will get much. Uh, I think the Bears are going to, you know, despite the Lions winning that game 52-0, to the, the Bears are going to shut down Theo Riddick. So, um, again, I like my team. This has been kind of an up-and-down season, to say the least. But, you know, we've won two in a row. We've got a shot. That's all I can say. Yeah, uh, 100% go Josh Adams there. I like I like what Josh Adams has been up to. Yep. Um, uh, yeah, so I I guess I could talk about your team a little bit because I had you at number – I was talking about Tom when I was talking about your position for some reason. Yeah. Uh, so Michael's my number six. Tom's my number five. But I already talked about Tom – so I'm going to go back and talk about Michael. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I can't say to carry on Johnson finally getting some consistency and he's injured. That is rough, uh, but I definitely could see you have Alex in the last week. I could see you 
it's going to be a close one versus Max. Max doesn't have Kareem Hunt. I could see you pulling pulling off that upset for sure and uh, stealing a playoff spot from Max, which would be very unfortunate for that man. Um, but Lamar, Lamar Miller, he's he's pretty good. And uh, Evan Ingram's picking up a little bit yardage-wise, which is good for you as well, especially with Eli. Eli's starting to heat up here at the end of the season. So, Yep. That'll be that's classic Eli when you're uh you know, when you're when you've got like two or three wins, it's okay. time for Eli to survive. Yeah. I mean when they're finally considering like getting rid of him, that's when he comes alive and then they're like, eh, maybe one more season he can do it. <laughs> and then next year he'll do the exact same thing. Exactly. Class- Till the end of time. <laughs> yep. Until his arm falls off. Yep. Okay, um who do you got at number four? I have Mr. Christopher Brenton. Ooh, okay. Yeah, but good old Brentopolis pulling off a little last second win against Tom Myring. That was a big win for him. Uh nice nice job by Robert Woods. Uh his team didn't perform too good last week. Uh Drew Brees, Mr. Drew Brees carrying it. I mean that guy's that guy's you can't say enough about Drew Drusif Brees. Drusif is one of the best of the sips in this league. Oh yeah, um, and uh, you know who else is a sif? Joseph Reynolds. Oh, wow! <laughs> Wait, is his name we Joseph? Now it's Josh. <laughs> J- Josh Sif Reynolds. <laughs> Josh F. Reynolds. Wow. Yeah, and he has him on his bench, and he looked good. He does look good. Better than Robert Woods. Seventeen points. That's more than Robert Woods. That's more than Brandon Cooks. Yeah, he's the number one wide receiver at LA officially, just because of oh one week. God. No, but I like Chris's team a lot. Uh, Christian McCaffrey had a bit of an off week. David Johnson continues to put up big numbers, but he was against Oakland, so he should score more than eighteen. Uh, he didn't score a touchdown. That is the reason why. Uh, and then Marlon Mack back to uh, back into the positives. Um, with 15 points. So you like to see that if you're a Marlon Mack fan, especially after his dud against Jacksonville. And That's very... It's very yeah. promising with Miami next week. So I like Chris's, I like Chris's team. I think this is a little, tiny bit of an off week. I think he'll he'll usually score more than 120. Yep, I, I agree. Um, yeah, I like Chris's team a lot. I'll talk about him in a hot minute. But at number four, I have the team I'm playing this week. The Milford Bird Lovers. And here's why. Aaron Jones has is now the number official number one running back in Green Bay. Finally. Apparently they like to run the ball. And I've been saying this all season as a Green Bay fan. Aaron Jones is a beast, especially behind a line that's not going to give you that much space. You need to be able to move through guys and get three or four yards of carry at least. They've been trying all these fast guys, all these guys that can break through the hole. But let me tell you, when there's no hole, you can't get through one. <laughs> so you got to go with kind of the bruiser, Aaron Jones. I like this kid. He's young. That's a huge, huge guy for Max. He drafted him at the beginning. You know, somehow Max has made a bunch of moves without making any moves. Um, probably an undervalued trade in this league was Demarius Thomas for Emmanuel Sanders. Because Demarius Thomas quickly got traded and hasn't done anything since. But meanwhile, Emmanuel Sanders... He's still putting up pretty solid numbers. Like, I mean, I only, he only had eight last week, but in general, Emmanuel Sanders is a pretty good receiver to have. Larry Fitzgerald, 
he's still doing some things. He's not great. He's old. I mean, everybody knows that, but he's still putting in like 15, like he caught two touchdowns last week. Like this guy just does things. And in addition, like Tevin Coleman, Tyler Lockett, Tyler Lockett's really undervalued. I mean, he's going to be, he's the number one receiver in Seattle. And he's got Frank Gore who puts up a hundred yards. He's put up a hundred yards every week for the last like 20 years. Right. So (laughs) Frank Gore, that guy's pretty good too. And he's got Kareem Hunt on bye this week. I hate to say it. I think he's probably going to beat me, but I mean, I still believe, still believe that his team's, he's number four. Uh, yeah. At my, he's at my number three, so I'll talk about him now. Um, I-69 birds, this man's 69's birds. And uh, straight up, it's working for him. Aaron Jones, insane. Been saying it on this podcast for a while now, and he's finally getting a chance. I love watching this guy in action. Uh, I don't think the Sanders trade... Max was going to trade Sanders for Thomas, and that didn't happen. Adante was offering that. That's what I remember. Adante was offering Thomas for Sanders. Max said no. He's the smart one here. Um, yeah. Because I thought that like it was no difference this year. It is a big difference. Um, Jimmy Graham is injured now. That kind of sucks. Um, it, it does kind of suck. But besides that, his running backs are young. Aaron Jones, Melvin Gordon, Kareem Hunt. I love that those three for the future. That's great. Uh, and I thought his his wide receivers are pretty old, but they're still like getting the job done. But uh, he's got someone, uh, a rookie that I when I watch this guy, he's he reminds me of like Calvin Johnson. He's long. This guy's got long ass arms. Traquan Smith, the rookie on uh, New Orleans. Uh, he scored twenty six points last week, and he's it's either been zero or it's been a lot of points for this guy. So I wouldn't say that Max should necessarily start him every week, but uh, I I like this guy for the future. I thought Max had just a bunch of old wide receivers, but uh, he's got one rookie that I I really like for for his uh, future wide receiver one slot. Hopefully, yeah. No, I mean he he's done everything right. It's worked out really well for him. So straight up hasn't made any moves, zero moves, not one free agent pickup, like nothing. But it's working, and I think Max is actually one of the teams that has a shot to win this league. Uh, if he so, makes playoffs, it's if he makes the playoffs. If he can win this week, he has a good shot to win this thing. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't win this week, he's probably out of it. But we'll see. Um, okay, um, at number three, I have Chris Brenton. Another team I think can win this league. Um, I'm going to preface and say I think only the top four. I've changed my mind that only the top four in my power rankings can actually win this league. Um, But I think Chris is one of those teams. Um, If I'm looking at his roster, he just has – we've talked about this all season. He is Mr. Consistent. Like, so many weapons. Now with what Drew Drew Brees has been doing, like, it's just ridiculous. Um, like you said, Marlon Mack's really good. You kind of hit on all the main points I wanted to talk about. Um, but I think the thing that with him is no matter who goes on bye week, now he's got A.J. Green coming back, I think that really puts him over the top because now you have A.J. Green you can start in a flex spot and you have Josh Gordon and Robert Woods. You can kind of move Josh Gordon out if you have to, depending on what he does in these last few weeks. But A.J. Green back for playoffs, plus Robert Woods, Duke Johnson, Christian McCaffrey, and Drew Brees. That bodes really well for Mr. Brentopolis. Yeah. And uh, I think 
if if I'm Chris, I need to be kind of hoping that either Tyreek Cohen starts doing things again. Again, bad trade, Chris. Sorry. Um, or Mr. Uh, Sony Michelle does not do much, so James White stays in the spotlight. So. Yeah, uh, I like. I like. I've said it over again, over and over again. I like James White, whether or not Sony Michelle stays in the spotlight. He was putting up consistent numbers no matter who was in the spotlight. Uh, officially, I just got the notification: Carry On and Marvin Jones are out for the Lions on Thursday. No, you really gotta hate that if you're a Lions fan, and I do. I do hate that. Um, Sad. Yeah. Uh, so my, we're on to number two, right? Number two. Me. Yeah, we can agree there. Me, baby. My team. Oh, my God. Like, I, I love my team now. They're finally putting up big numbers. And uh, Tyreek Hill, he's finding some consistency. I like that. I like when he finds consistency. Uh, unfortunately, he's going to put up a zero this week because he's on a bye. Uh, but honestly, I like Philip Lindsay more than I like Mark Ingram at this point. Screw you, Mark Ingram. I don't know what you're going to do next. <laughs> You have no idea what he's going to do from week to week. He could put up two or he could put up 25, and I'm not sure. But uh, all I know is Philip Lindsay, uh, he's put up 27, uh, 20, 17, 11, his last four games. Uh, this guy, I like him. I finally, I'm finally confident in Lindsay, even with Royce Freeman back. Royce Freeman was back this week. Philip Lindsay still scored 27. I'm, I'm confidently going with Philip Lindsay. Uh, everyone knows the rest of my team. It's very stacked with names. I don't have to really talk about them. But Carson Wentz, screw you. I still scored 164 points when you scored negative .16. (laughs) (laughs) Your quarterback scores negative and you score 160. Like, that's just ridiculous. I know. (laughs) Hopefully Carson is not putting up that performance ever again. Every week. (laughs) Carson Wentz, negative points. John will still win. (laughs) Because I only have Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco is my only other quarterback, and he is injured. So I have no other option. Okay. Well, yes, your team is very, very good. We get it. You have the number one tight end league. You have probably the top three receivers in the league. You have the best running back in the league. Need I go on? All right. Your team's good. Um, I don't think I really need to talk about it. You're putting up like 180 here on out to the playoffs. Until you play a certain somebody in the championship, Anthony. When, um, well, not exactly who I was going to talk about, but you. We'll see. <laughs> what? Am I playing I you know. in the championship? We talked about it all year, man. <laughs> Let's do it. We'll, we'll see. Let's see if I can win this week. If I can win this week, I'm I'm calling championship. Okay. But, um, all right. At number one, Mr. Anthony. Oh man. You're starting Eli Manning this week. I just saw that, and it's scary. It's pretty scary. But you have the best running back situation in the league. You have Alvin Kamara as well as James Conner and Leonard Fournette. I don't know how we let you get all those guys. Um, Yeah, with Patrick Mahomes on by, your team will struggle a little bit, but Patrick Mahomes put up what? Like 80? Oh, okay. Only – he only put up 50.8. Terrible. So not, that, not that great. Terrible. Um, your team's not that deep, but as you get into playoffs, you're not going to need that much depth. And all your guys are extremely consistent. So, yeah, you are number one. Congrats. You're pretty good. 
Yeah, uh, Anthony, very good team. I'm disgusted by it. I mean, I can t- I can see why we let him get this team. I mean, this guy's the sleeper king. Uh, he's he's got a bunch of sleepers. James Connor, nice little sleeper pick right there. Like the only one, Elvin Kamara and Fournette were probably like his first two picks, which makes sense to me. Um, yep. And besides that, all all these other players, they're not big names. They're just people who have been putting up consistent pointage. I mean, Mahomes, I don't think anyone expected Mahomes to do this well. Um, And now he's got Christian Kirk. I'm not liking my Ito Smith-Christian Kirk trade right now because Kirk is looking really good every week. He's like putting up so many yards every week. He just needs to get the touchdowns going. Yeah. No, Christian Kirk's pretty good. He he gets a lot of uh, a lot of use in Arizona, and he's young too. Yes, rookie, the rookie boy in Arizona. So Anthony still got the. I mean his his team didn't put up. I mean I think his team had an off week and he scored one fifty five. So Anthony, I think you've officially taken over for most times at number one in uh, my power rankings. So same here. Congrats he's... you on that. So let's see when the last been... time. Yeah, I'm trying to add him up here. I had, Anthony, you number one five, six times. So, yeah, you, you've taken over number one. Very so. good. Um, so uh, before we get into predictions, I will now crown the king of uh, – This is our newest segment. It's called John's Neato Stat of the Week. <laughs> oh, God, I can't, like, give everyone a Neato stat every week. Uh, but maybe I could. Neato Stat of the Week. I had a lot of – Spring water at Meyer. It's good. <laughs> all about that all about that Meyer brand. Uh huge deal for the Rice Dynasty podcast. It is. Uh but yeah, I would love I would honestly love to have a neato stat of the week because I had a lot of fun like going back and like tallying these. This is not a stat that is just given to me offhand by sleeper. I had to go back and create it myself almost. Uh but yeah, as I prefaced this before. Uh, Mr. Michael Carey, Mr. Max Smith, myself, we've gone back and forth, uh, these, like, I feel like for four weeks now about who's more unlucky. Like, Max is sending me stats, he's sending me spreadsheets, like, look at all these numbers, like, I'm unlucky. Michael hasn't necessarily sent me spreadsheets, but, uh, we've all used our own stats. I believe we've all used our own stats, and that's why I decided, like, to go back and figure out what is the best stat for it. Max, right. he's, he's come to me, and he's he's um what stat is Max used? Um, God, what stat is Max used? Max Max used points for alongside points allowed, as well as I like Max stat a lot. Max often references how if he was playing anyone else in the league on most of these weeks, he would win. Um, Michael, you would often bring to me, I've lost by a point twice that was your stat you love to use as unluckiness my stat i just straight up use points allowed which i have the most by like 70 i have the most points allowed but the stat i will point out max and i are second and third in that category yes you guys are so that is why it is fitting that us three are in the running for king of un king of the poop emoji as sleeper likes to put it um the stat that I wanted to do, I wanted to go more in Max's direction. I thought Max's, I thought Max's was the most 
uh, was was kind of the the closest. It hit home the most to me. When people talk about being unlucky, it's I scored one, I scored this amount of points and still lost. I or if I was playing anyone else, I would have won. Stuff like that, and I agree with that the most uh, because that is the most unlucky feeling when you lose because of your schedule. So um, I went back. Uh, me and Michael, we, all three of us, we have the same amount of losses, seven. Uh, Michael, I went back, and you, two of two of those seven losses, you had more points than a majority of the league. Uh, so you were in the top five of scoring. Those two losses, if you were scheduled against most of the rest of the league, you would have won. For me, okay. that is the same. Uh, it is also two. For Max... More than half of his losses, four, more than half of his losses, if he was playing a majority of the rest of the league, he would have won. That is frustrating. I am giving him the king, the poop emoji. He is the most unlucky team in this league. He has scored the second most points in this league at 1367. Um, He is currently in sixth at four and seven. And if he basically had been scheduled differently, this guy could have a completely different record. He could be eight and three. Four of those losses could have been wins if he was playing different team, which is crazy to me. And I completely sympathize with this man now. Um, Congratulations, Max. You are the most unlucky team in the league. Congrats. You might not make playoffs. You will not make the playoffs. <laughs> So congratulations. That is ridiculous to me, though, that me and Max, I have them at, I have me and Max at number two and three, and uh, there's a chance that both both of us make playoffs, um, but there's a chance that one of us don't doesn't. So um, that's pretty sad, but that is that is how fantasy football goes. Unfortunately, yeah. sometimes I have been brainstorming ways to fix that, but all of them are not fun. So no, we want to keep it fun. Exactly. Honestly, I think I think even if Max somehow missed the playoffs, it would still be kind of funny. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, mean, honestly, if I missed the playoffs, I probably deserve to miss the playoffs. But if I miss the playoffs, like, it'll be funny. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Max has definitely not put it out to be funny so far. Uh, he is, <laughs> and I get that when you put money into something, when you put twenty dollars into something and you lose because of luck, it is unfortunate. But uh, Max is also a gambler, so I don't understand uh, where he's coming from. I mean, I'm currently the what am I? The fourth. I, I'm. I'm. If you look at just points for, I'm seventh in the league. So honestly, I should make. I should miss the playoffs. Like Max, you shouldn't. But how funny would it be if Alex makes the playoffs and Max doesn't? I I highly doubt Alex does because of his. I, I we should both me and you should beat Matt or Alex, but he could pull an upset on me. If I lose this week, I might just tank to let Alex make the playoffs. <laughs> oh my god! Please no. I, I mean, how funny would that be? <laughs> I would hate you. <laughs> But as long as I win out, I should be fine, all right? And if, yeah, well, let's see. Really if I beat Alex this week and you let Alex win, well, me and Alex will have the same record and I have a superior points for, so that doesn't matter. Yeah, but then I would get the uh, second best pick in the draft. Oh, which you need. Which I could use. 
So if I lose this week, definitely tanking next week because at four and eight, there will be no chance of me making the playoffs. That is very true. That is very true. I don't think at, at, at even Alex at five and seven, and both me and Max at five and seven, unless unless I lose, I guess then there's not too much of a chance for Alex to make playoffs. Or if Max loses. Max Max does have a hard game next week against Tom. I'm facing a Dante who who possibly could be a hard matchup, but I don't like how his teams were performing lately. Yep, but I let, agree. Let's go on to predictions this week. Okay, predictions this week. Um, I'm going to start with my own matchup, which is really sad for me because I have to predict myself to lose. Um, just because... What? What? Wait. No. I'm not going to do it. No. <laughs> no. I'm going to win. I'm going to win. Here's why. Josh Adams at 10 points, he's going to get way more than that. Josh Adams is going to be the number one guy in Philly this week. After Carson Wentz, dud, he, they're going to just run the ball the whole game with Josh Adams. For I ain't like doing that. 200 yards, destroying the Giants at their own game. Adrian Peterson against Dallas. On Thanksgiving, this guy is going to be so hungry for his turkey dinner. He's going to be running all over the field. I am going to win. I will make the playoffs. It's going to be decided this week. Max, I'm sorry. You've been due for a dud. It's happening this week. No Kareem Hunt. Melvin Gordon is going to get stuffed by that Cardinals defense. Ooh, that's a that's a rough prediction right there. The Cardinals defense uh, uh, allowed a lot of rushing yards to Jalen Richard and, and – uh, Doug Martin last week. Yeah. Philip Rivers is going to be ticked. He's going to want to throw the ball every time. <laughs> Melvin Gordon has been a little bit down lately, but I really don't like your matchups this week. Specifically, Green Bay is facing Minnesota, and they have been probably, I would call them the hottest team defensively right now, honestly. Um, most of the Bears' touchdowns last week were uh, not on offense. So, uh, Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so Minnesota's think, defense has been on fire, especially their secondary. I don't like Devontae Adams this week. Devontae Adams against Trey Waynes, it's going to be too easy. Ooh, I love me you, some, you love me. You love some Trey Waynes, but it's going to be too easy. It's going to be too easy. Green Bay is going to be so motivated to win this week. This week is like the a season is on. Okay. I would say it's a it's it's uh, Minnesota will be very um, they they'll definitely want to win as well because they have been uh, they they lost to Chicago this week and or last week and you do not like to see that if you're you're a Minnesota Viking uh, they they definitely want to get some conference wins in and Green Bay will be the one to do it it is in Minnesota as well so that is not favorable for Green Bay I don't like your matchups. Too much, and that is the reason I'm giving it to Max. I think Melvin Gordon scores a big 30-pointer this week. Ben, I like Big Ben against Denver, even though Denver held Phillip Rivers to to pretty low scoring last week. I like Big Ben against Denver as well. Okay. Whatever you think. Uh, I disagree. I think it's going to be close, though. Wins to Dante. Um, If I'm looking at the matchup right now, Wow, this is tight. Um, it's really sad. Too. Should not be tight. <laughs> it shouldn't be tight, but they're both projected like 
80 points. Oh, boy. Um, Quinn's will go up once he puts Breda and uh, Kittle in. Yeah, I'm going to go with Quinn, which is uh, something I have not done much this this year. But I think Quinn pulls off the upset of the year, confirms why Dante is seven in my power rankings, and why it's kind of a shame that he's in the playoffs. Going uh, with Quinn. I'm also going Quinn. Adante said it himself. He's nothing without Gurley and Kelsey. Well, that statement is going to be proven this week because he doesn't have Gurley or Kelsey. Uh, and Quinn has his full roster back again. Uh, no buys whatsoever on this team besides Cooper Cup, but he's injured. Um, and uh, honestly, I I think Quinn, especially George Kittle's against Tampa Bay this week. So you really got to like that. Uh, Quinn's best player, George Kittle, killing it. And Quinn also has officially locked up the number one pick because even if he wins out like him and I, there's no chance that Quinn uh, doesn't get the lowest points in the league. So congrats! He, he's pretty locked up the number one pick for next year. So he has no reason not to try. Absolutely. Congratulations to Quinn. I did have playoff scenarios typed out because um, there are clinching scenarios for some of these people in playoffs. If, if Anthony and, uh, if Anthony and Tom win this week, they clinch first round buys. All they have to do is win. Um, if Alex wins and Edge fan loses, Alex will make the playoffs. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Um, he is Alex is facing me this week, uh, but he has beat. He did beat me earlier in the season. <laughs> um, eighty-four to eighty. <laughs> oh. um, Different team. Uh, so Michael, you and Edge fan, because of your points four, if you guys lose, you are pretty much mathematically eliminated with a loss, uh, because yep. you would need to score an insane amount of points the next week, and me and Max to score a very low amount of points. Yep. And then uh, me and Max, of course, if we if we lose, it does not absolutely guarantee a playoff exit because of our points four. Um, and then. Yeah, that's those are those are the only scenarios right there. Quinn Quinn did basically mathematically clinch that number one pick. So, yep, lots um, lots of clinchers. Yeah, big week, probably the biggest week of the year in fantasy. To keep, I mean, and to be fair, if I win, I'm probably going to clinch a playoff spot because I'll play Alex next week. Yes, probably. Probably. Alex Very, Alex has put up 150. Alex has put up 150 out of nowhere before. So we we will see. That's that's true. Okay, um on to your matchup with Alex. I have to go with uh someone with the last name of Jordan on this one. Same. You. Uh yeah, I'm going with you. Uh you have a 98% chance of winning this game. I would give it even higher than that. So Congrats, John. You're going to make the playoffs. Thank you. I, I would never look, I would, at the beginning of the year, I would never look at my team and say, I'm going to start two running back flex in my flexes. I did not have any running back depth. And then I got Jordan Howard and then Mark Ingram came back and I got Zeke Elliott and things changed. Uh, yeah. But, but yeah, I, I mean, I hope I don't score too much this week. I want these, I want these players to save it for when I need it oh, against Adonis. Yeah, save playoffs when you need them okay i wish i had that problem all right um anthony versus chris um this could be a potential like super bowl matchup yeah this is a really good game um for chris i mean if tom somehow loses he's still fighting for that 
potential to get a number one or to get a buy. So he's got a lot of incentive to try here. Um, you know, believe it or not, I'm going to go with Chris. Uh, I think, I think he's due for a big game, like just a breakout game. He has not had that. I think AJ Green is going to be the difference here. I think Chris is going to beat Alex. Anthony. Excuse me, Anthony. Sorry. Sorry. Um, yeah, I think Anthony has also kind of due for a slow week, and I think Chris is going to get that with Mahomes out. Uh, yeah, if Anthony had Mahomes out, he would have only scored 100 points, not 150 last week, 105. So uh, that's pretty – I do think Anthony's rest of his roster had a kind of uh, off week, especially James Conner last week. Uh, but you got to like Anthony's matchups, Kamara against Atlanta – um and chubb against cincinnati zeke lit up atlanta yesterday or last week not yesterday um and chubb's been doing doing work he had a bye week last week he's coming off of it but i definitely could see chris uh pulling off a little bit of little bit of an upset here uh david johnson against the chargers defense we just saw what philip Lindsay did to them christian mccaffrey against seattle we just saw what aaron jones did against them uh, anything can happen here. And Marlon Mack against Miami as well. Uh, uh-huh. I definitely could see an upset, but I can't pick against Anthony here. It would be a big win this week for Chris uh, against Anthony because he keeps his first round by uh, hopes alive. I do think Tom, I mean, I won't spoil our next prediction, but Anthony does have Quinn next week. It's going to be, it's going to be very hard for Adante or Chris Brenton to get this bye week is what I'm trying to say. Tom has edge fan this week. And then Tom has Max, which is a harder matchup for him. But Anthony has Quinn next week, so he's Chris is really going to need Tom to lose. Yeah, his only shot at at that pick is Tom, and I'm going to my next pick, which is Edge Fan and Tom. To be fair, I have to go with Tom in this week. Just he's lost two in a row. Um, this team has not been playing well by law of averages. He'll probably even it out. Play better this week, and. Um, even though Edge fans' team, this exact lineup went off last week. Not went off, but scored like almost 130. I got to give it to Tom here. I think he's going to just find a way and uh, pull this one out. Oh, yeah. I like his good Tom, wide receiver. Very good matchups for Tom this week. Um, you, you, you don't like Green Bay defense too much, so Adam Thielen, you got to think he's going to get back on track here. A uh, bunch of bunch of reds in the columns here for Adam Thielen, but he's yet to score under 10. Uh, you got to like DeAndre Hopkins versus Tennessee. Uh, we just saw what Mr. T.Y. Hilton did against Tennessee. Um, and then you got Michael Thomas versus uh, Shitlanta. Terrible team. Bad team. Bad team. Bad. And Mixon versus Cleveland. I mean, this is a matchup heaven for Tom, so I, I can't pick against him, even though Edge fans are going to have Sony with Shell back this week. Um, I, I don't think that Edge fan is going to put up 130 again. I think, I think we get some we get some duds in the mix this week for Edge fan, but I don't see duds for Tom. Tom picks it back up, hits the 10 and two mark, and clinches that first round buy. And you got to remember, the first round buys are huge because you do win your money back if you win that third place game. Uh, and and in, in the first round buy, you guarantee yourself to be at least in that third place game. Yeah, so that means you only have to win one out of two games uh, with a first round buy to at least win your money back. So big time. That's, 
pretty huge. Uh, the first round buys very important. You and I are just worried about making this play, these playoffs, let yeah. alone talking about getting money. I so. wish I wish I was I wish I was talking about getting money, but that is that is pretty big. I, I'm excited that the third place game is it has something on the line. It has twenty dollars on the line. It does. It's a big game. Yeah, uh, it's going to be a big week. We're going to have the Rice Bowl, we're going to have the third place game, and we're going to have the Toilet Bowl all in the same week. A big week. Will that be the Toilet Bowl Championship? Yeah, so the loser of the Toilet Bowl Championship, of course, will be forced to do the worst punishment, most likely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. We won't find out until the next week, once the winner is crowned. Yes. Well, the, I believe... Wait. Okay, so I'm looking at the schedule now. Round one of the Toilet Bowl is week 14, and the finals is week 15. Yes, I'm seeing that now. Okay. So they're not in the same week. The third place and the championship are in the same week. The Toilet Bowl championship's in the in round, during round two. Gotcha. So everyone will be playing until the week of the final. Yes. Yeah. Um, if if you want to count the fifth place game, which is fine, I guess. Fifth... Yeah, that game doesn't really mean much, except for draft order. Uh, I don't think it'll mean anything for draft order. I still, th- or wait, yeah, it does matter for draft order. My bad. I'm God. I just keep confusing myself, and that's going to confuse everyone else. Yep, so that game will matter for draft order. Yes. Every if... game, draft order. Yes. So if you win the fifth place game. Well, that's kind of weird. Then you want to lose the fifth place game. Mm. We should make people want to win the fifth place game. Yeah. So how I was going to do it. Now I recall how I was going to do it was you would get in the draft order. You would get fifth place. Let's say in the first round, I'm just looking at the projective playoff brackets right now. If Alex lost to Chris and, uh, Adante lost to Max based off the projections right now. And then uh, Adante's side of the bracket went further and like won the championship. That would mean Adante gets fifth place and Alex would get sixth. Ah, okay. Yes. And that way, I think it evens out more because they don't have control of that as much as basically just whoever if if Adante played the better team then he is technically the better team in the end i believe that's how the nfl does it that makes sense yes uh so and yeah it's one spot so it's not going to be make or break exactly and i yeah i don't think anyone will be too hurt by that really um and it's better than it might, it's probably better than it's better than the standing finish because we do want the person who wins the entire thing to have the last pick. Yeah, and not based off standings. So, I agree. For example, if you were to, and I think this is incredibly possible, you get like the fifth or sixth spot in the playoffs, but you win the whole thing. Like, we would not want you to get the fifth or sixth pick in the draft. Exactly. Wrong. So I think I think that's the best way to do it. We have the the people who don't make playoffs. That is based off your final standing placement, and then the people in the playoffs are based off of whoever wins the championship and who you played in the playoffs. So I think that's the best Perfect. way to do it. Yep, and I think that 
I mean, I'm excited here, Michael. Next week, we're going to know a lot more. We're going to we're gonna know playoff clinching scenarios. We're going to we're, – we're so close to playoffs. I can taste it. I know. This is uh, – it's coming down to the wire for the both of us. It's I, exciting. I, I really hope we have some special playoff podcast episodes uh, lined up here. We do. We do. And um, they're going to be much more fun if – we're both actually in the playoffs. Not depressing. Not not just me watching everybody else. Like, oh yeah, they're really good. Yeah. I'm not in it. They're yeah. good. I still so, I I'll enjoy myself. I prom I'll make this promise. If I don't make playoffs, I'll enjoy myself. I always enjoy. I don't know. In my other league, I've always in my family league, I've always enjoyed seeing like other teams make climbs, like, and uh, make make runs and stuff like that. So. If I don't make playoffs, I'll still enjoy it. I'll I'll choose my team to root for, and kind of kind of like uh, when the Lions. I guess I'm used to it. Kind of like when the Lions don't make the playoffs, they, and I have to choose sure a different team. They miss the playoffs a lot. So exactly right. Well, I got my Vikings jersey in my closet, all ready to go. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater oh, for this week, uh, Sunday night. <laughs> oh man. You hate the Packers. Oh yeah, but I mean, I do have a Packers jersey in there as well, Brett Favre. So that's that's very true. Um, okay, so once again, this comes down to me and Max, rivals, since the beginning when Max defeated me the first time. That was one it's of really, your that was one of your one point games, one point losses. It was. This is a rematch. We'll be ready, Max. Even with Carryon Johnson out, we will be ready. And we are going to take you down oh again. And by again, I mean for the first time. <laughs> well, uh, thank you guys for listening. Good luck to you, Michael. Good luck to Max. Good luck to everybody this week in the Rise Dynasty League. And uh, we will uh, catch you guys next week. Good luck, Quinn. <laughs>